Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra. I'm so grateful to be here in this space with you. If you didn't hear, we have officially hit 10,000 downloads on the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, which is a big deal. So I want to thank you truly and sincerely from the bottom of my heart for being part of this journey, whether you've listened to one or every single one of them multiple times. I'm so appreciative for you, and I'm just in awe of what we've created within this podcast space. If you've listened to some of the first podcasts I ever recorded, then you've heard some of my my journey with the podcast world and how I dreamed of stepping into this space for years, but I continued to be too afraid to take the leap. I had every excuse imaginable, Uh, My big things were, how do you podcast? How do you find people that are going to listen? What kind of microphone do you buy? How do you host a podcast? Does it cost money to have a podcast? Is podcasting lucrative? There were all these things that hung over me. And for years, I let these excuses govern my experience until February of 2019, where I threw them all out the window and I said, I am ready to understand my greatness. I am ready to step into this podcast world and do something that I know I was meant to do. And so to see us hit this massive landmark is really, really significant. And I'm so grateful for all of you. And the reason I'm sharing this with all of you is A, because I'm just really excited. (laughs) I'm really, really amazed and proud and excited and all the things, but also B, because I want to share with you how I went from being someone that was super self-conscious, very shy, had very low self-esteem, and how I harnessed confidence so that I could go out in the world and boldly do what I do and lead one of the largest women's brands for retreats and transformational trainings in the world, and how I have created something that is truly impacting the world. Confidence is something that I think all of us would like to tune into a little bit more. I think we all have these dreams, these ambitions, but how many of us have felt the same way that I felt when I wanted to create a podcast? Where we feel stuck, where we feel like it's impossible, or where we simply feel like we have no idea how to do that or how to get from point A to point B. By learning how to tap into our confidence and understand our impact here in this world, we can really begin to create change. And so I'm really excited to share with you how you can start to harness more of your own confidence, let go of these old limiting beliefs that are telling you that you are not capable or that you are not allowed to be big or you're not allowed to have impact, you're not allowed to change the world. Let's get to the root of all of those and let's create some change. So if you knew me growing up, which some of you do, I know some of my friends from elementary school and high school listen to this podcast, which is the sweetest thing to me, then you probably remember this version of Cassandra, who was very, very, very quiet. My identity was being the shy, quiet girl. 
I've heard stories that when I was very little, I was very, very vocal and I loved to sing and dance and I was just super, super embodied and everyone thought I was going to be an actress or something. And then something changed. Probably around the age of five or six, I began to pull within. And there's probably a lot of reasons for this. There's a lot of at least stories that I could say that I think uh, would indicate why I went from being so embodied to very, very disconnected. But that doesn't really matter so much. What matters is that that shift did happen. And I really became so closed off from myself. Like I said, my identity became being the shy, quiet girl. I had so many emotions. I was very, very sensitive. If you've listened to the podcast about my story, then you know that. Definitely an empath, but I had no idea what that was back then. All I knew was that I felt everything so deeply. I had no idea how to integrate it. And so this really just kept me in this stuck place. And I stayed stuck in this place for over two decades as I felt like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't understand why I was even on this planet or what my purpose or why I was even put here. And then also, I felt like life was always happening to me. I felt like I had no control over my life, that bad things like to just happen to me, that I attracted these things that weren't good. And so I really operated in this victim mentality, like I said, for two decades of my life. And as you can imagine, that got really, really exhausting by the end. It is exhausting to feel the weight of your world, of the world, (laughs) on your shoulders all of the time. So how did I go from that to being confident, leading world-renowned retreats all over the world, some of the top women's trainings in the world, and having personally sat in circle with thousands of women? Well, let me tell you how you can also make that shift and what worked best for me. So after I realized that my identity for most of my life was being the shy girl, I started to look at the excuses that kept me stuck in that mentality. So whenever I was thinking about how I could maybe step out of this shell or how I can step out of this this fear state, what kind of excuses were quick to rise to the surface? And so this was something I spent a lot of time on, asking myself, what keeps me feeling so afraid to be seen or to be heard? What am I so afraid of? And so as I began to feel into this, I realized that I was afraid of my own light. And I think we've probably all heard that quote that it is not our darkness that frightens us. It is our light. We're afraid to be great. We're afraid to be recognized. We're afraid to be really seen for the incredible, magnificent human beings that we are. Which is why so many of us subconsciously choose to stay disconnected or we choose to stay in the dark because... If we let other people recognize our greatness, then we will have to recognize it too. It's such a sad truth. And so when we are finally ready to step out of that, we first have to look at those excuses or those things that have led us to believe that we don't deserve to rise. So after I realized the excuses, then I started to feel into these old wounds that had led me to believe that I wasn't worthy to have a voice or I wasn't worthy to be seen. I wasn't worthy to help other people that taught me that I was screwed up. So how in the world could I help anyone else? And these wounds were things that spanned very, very far back in my life from childhood up until my adolescence, even into my 20s. These these were all wounds and experiences that had taught me that I didn't have worth or that It's better to just go with the flow. It's better to just lay low. All these 
things that's, um, that I think are so common for us to believe. And of course, this took me years. And if you've listened to my other podcasts, then you've heard all of that story where I left my home in Utah to go to Costa Rica by myself. I had an absolutely transformative experience, came back, quit my job, sold everything I owned, and set out to discover who I was and what in the world my purpose was. And it was a long journey, and there was a lot of hard healing times, and there were a lot of times of massive uncertainty. But I would never go back and change any of that because all of it was so intrinsic to me finally discovering what kind of impact I was here to create in the world. So by looking at these wounds, we start to carve out space to understand who we are. So often we identify with our wounds or we make our wounds our stories. So rather than making them our stories, how about we make them our wisdom? How about we make our stories these things that only catalyst or catapult us forward. That's the real difference. And so taking all this space as I began this long healing process allowed me to begin to discover my mission. And that's probably one of the most common questions that I'll receive anytime I'm teaching at a retreat or a festival. In fact, a couple weekends ago, I was teaching at a festival in Northern Idaho. And after my class, I had multiple people come up to me and just say, how? <laughs> how did you come into this realm? And how, like, how do you do these things? And there's no uh, short version of the story, really. I have not yet figured out a good elevator pitch to describe how I discovered my mission. But in the simplest sense, it was me slowly picking up the pieces, or we could say slowly picking up these bones, these things that would lead me back to myself. So sitting in a circle in Guatemala, leading a circle in Thailand, being at certain festivals or trainings at the right time, connecting with the right medicine women all over the world. Each of these people and each of these experiences gave me a little piece of the puzzle. And so slowly then, as I was ready, I began to piece it all together and begin to see the full picture and begin to discover that I did have a mission here in this world. And as I began to lead the women's circles, I began to feel that. I began to recognize this change and transformation in women, and I began to recognize that change and transformation in myself as well. And then as I was going to school to become a naturopathic doctor and began supporting clients for free at the time just to get experience, and as I saw them feel better, as I saw their hormones regulate, as I saw them for the first time in their lives feel balanced, I again was hit with this, this reality check of you are doing something good, keep doing it. Stop hiding. I know you want to like sink back down into the ground. I know you want to just, you know, plug back into the mainstream world, but don't. There is something you are meant to do here. Even though it may not be easy, there is huge worth here. And so, once I discovered my mission and I had that clarity, then I felt like I was boldly ready to lead, to show up, to be the example, and to do the work. And like I said, it didn't happen overnight. It was years and years of picking up these pieces. So often I hear women say to me, but how am I going to know when I'm ready? And in my opinion, I don't think we're ever really ready. <laughs> At least... I don't know if we're ever really ready to take a massive leap in our lives. Was I ready to lead my first women's circle? Hell no. Was I ready to lead my first women's retreat? Oh my God, no. <laughs> 
Was I ready to lead my first um, event at a festival? Was I ready to be contracted by high-end yoga retreats to come and lead week-long immersions? No, no, no. But I knew that there was a reason why these experiences were showing up for me. And I was willing to do the work. I was willing to dedicate myself. And I was willing to see what existed on the other side of this. And I think most of the time, that's all we can do. Had I waited, would I have led hundreds of sacred women's circles? Almost 50 retreats? Sat in circle with thousands of women? Absolutely not. Let me just tell you, learning how to gain the confidence you need to create impact is a massive journey. But if you never begin, then you will never know what was possible. You'll never know what could have been on that other side. How many of us have had big opportunities come our way in life and maybe we didn't take them and we forever wonder what could have been possible had we just taken that leap? Had we just gone and met that person or just gone on that trip or just made that right connection at the right time. I'm sure we have all missed on some opportunities like this, and that's okay. But let us make that part of our story, part of our story that guides us so that we can really show up the next time an opportunity presents itself. Because I truly believe every single human being in this world has a purpose. We were all born with something we are meant to do in this world. And I truly believe we're all here to contribute and make this world a better place. If we're truly living in alignment with whatever energy created us, then we have a purpose. And I think it's key to discover our purpose because when we know our purpose, then honoring it becomes a non-negotiable. When we truly know what we were destined to do, what we were born to do, then we go above and beyond to ensure that that purpose continues to live on. We commit to it, we dedicate to it, and we do anything it takes to ensure that that work is felt by everyone and really impacts people that need it the most. So if you're wanting to become more confident or if you have felt like you have lost your voice or you feel like you get so much fear or anxiety being in front of other people, that is so okay. And this is a beautiful opportunity to now start to overcome that and step into your power because sister, you were born to create impact in this world and you staying small does not serve anyone. It does not serve anyone to continue to hide on the sidelines or stay below the surface or kind of skirt around your purpose. You showing up and boldly doing what you were born to do is what will create change and impact in this world. And I think we can all agree that this world right now could use a little more love, could use a little more support, could use more people that are happy and joyful and do what they love. I think we can all agree upon that, right? So here's a couple tips to gain more confidence in your own life so that you can discover your purpose and create more impact and serve more people. So the first is to look at what beliefs you have about yourself that hold you back. And so, like I said, this might be something you journal about for a few minutes. This could be something you think about for days. This could be something you dedicate an entire year of your life to. This is a big step. But what stories exist in your mind that tell you that you are not good enough or tell you that you do not have the right to be seen? 
And for a lot of us, it's going to be little little experiences from the back, from the past that maybe at the time didn't seem that significant, but really embedded into our subconscious. So maybe there was one time that someone told you, well, you're not good enough to do that, or your voice is terrible, so stop singing, or whatever. We create this story, we internalize it, and then this governs our life 20, 30, 40, 50 years later that is still embedded in our personality. So ask yourself what exists below the surface and then maybe trace it back to an experience. Trace it back to what that came from. If you believe that you are not allowed to say no, you're not allowed to speak your truth, ask yourself why trace back that experience. If you feel into it long enough, likely you will be able to figure out what that experience stemmed from. When we know the wound that that came from, then we can begin to recognize it, we can begin to see it for what it is, and we can let go of our story surrounding it. That's really, really key. Yes, that person probably should have never said something like that to you or that, you know, that teacher or that parent or whoever, but it's our story, it's what we attach to it that gives it meaning. Words are just words until we give them meaning. So if we can recognize what was said, let go of the charge that we put around that experience, then we will probably feel a sense of lightness that we haven't felt in decades. So that's really, really key. And then you can start to feel into what is your purpose. And for some of us, we're going to have a pretty good idea of what that is. We can get out a piece of paper, write out, I am here to, and then write out whatever it is, serve women. I am here to teach people how to live a healthy life. I am here to teach women how to be embodied and dance, whatever it is that your passion and purpose is. But if you feel like you have no clue what your purpose or passion is, that is so okay. And by simply honoring that fact, we create space to understand what it really is. So by by being honest and by truly saying, I'm not sure just yet, that's the first step in discovering what it is. In that case, start to feel into what you want to truly support in this world. If you could do anything in this world, if you could help people in any way, what would that look like? What kind of passions of yours do you think could serve other people? What kinds of offerings in this world could be really, really healing to someone that really needs it? Just start to play with these ideas and you'll be amazed By allowing this dialogue to go on in your mind, you'll notice that new ideas and inspirations start to come your way. And then lastly, when you have clarity or when you at least feel like you have a pretty good idea about what it is, because again, we may not ever get to that, like I'm 110% clear that this is my life mission. When you feel a sense of clarity of what you think you want to do, then boldly take that leap. If your dream is to be a yoga teacher and to lead yoga teacher trainings all over the world, then do it. Take that leap. Get your yoga teacher training. Start studying with amazing teachers all over the world and then go out there and lead that YTT and change people's lives. If your dream is to create a healing sanctuary where people can get away and enjoy organic foods and be on a big, beautiful piece of land and be with the elements and animals then take that leap, take that first step, do what you can right now to allow the universe or the divine to start to orchestrate with you. Confidence, I think, really is rooted in our understanding of ourselves. 
And so while confidence to some of us may be that really good public speaker or that person that, you know, could sell you anything, I don't think that's necessarily the right view of confidence. To me, when I see someone that exudes confidence, what I'm really recognizing in them and what is really impressing me about them is how well they know themselves, how well they know their strengths, and how they truly believe in what they are doing. To me, that is the difference with confidence. When I'm talking to someone that is just radiating when they share what they do, that's the kind of person I wanna be around. Anyone can sell anything. That to me is more of a learned skill. Confidence is something that is rooted in the deepest essence of who you are. So if you have an impact that you are here to create in this world, this is your loving nudge to go out there and take the leap. The world needs you. The world needs more people who are happy and fulfilled and truly feel that they are here to support other human beings on their own missions. How amazing is that? So if you feel like you are about to take this leap, tag me on Instagram. Tell me all about it. I want to hear about it. I'm here to support you and to be your encourager along the way. So you can find me at Wild Goddess. And if you are feeling like you're starting to step into this new realm of becoming an entrepreneur or taking a leap, creating a new business, starting to connect with like-minded people, all of this kind of stuff. If you're really feeling like you're standing at the precipice of this new level of being, make sure you go to goddessceremony.com slash subscribe. Get on my newsletter list because over the next couple months, I'm going to be announcing something massive and you don't want to miss it. It's going to be first released to people just on my newsletter list. So if you want to get in while the deal is still hot, while there are still spots available, just make sure you're on the newsletter list so that you don't miss anything. Super excited to share about that. And lastly, if you haven't heard, if you want to receive a free meditation, all you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes. And before you hit submit, just screenshots a picture of your review. So before you've hit submit so I can see it's your review and then send that to podcast at goddessceremony.com and we'll send you this amazing free meditation to help you tap into your wisdom and power. I hope you're all feeling so empowered and embodied. We are moving into this new season of life. There's so much going on. There's so much potential in the air and just know that you are loved, you are supported and you are divinely led everywhere you go. Thank you so much, all of you, again. Thank you for helping us reach 10,000 downloads, 100,000 downloads. Here we come. We are ready for it. And truly, I, I'm just blown away by, by all of your love and support. So thank you for being part of this community. All right, I will see all of you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.